Welcome to Majestic. I am Prophetess Lathesia Lewis of Majestic Ministries International, and I truly consider it an honor and a privilege to come to you wherever you are watching this broadcast to teach the Word of God. The Lord has given to me the assignment to teach on spiritual warfare, and I know that the Lord has given many people this assignment because the body of Christ needs to be equipped. Amen. So let's go ahead and open in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we love you. We praise you. We thank you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We bless your holy name. Father, I thank you for the victory and the praise reports that are coming in for people who are being blessed by this broadcast. This is your work, Lord God, and I'm just honored to be a part of what you are doing. So, Holy Spirit, I ask you to allow revelation knowledge to flow forth through the airwaves in the name of Jesus. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear what thus saith the Lord. Holy Spirit, I ask you, sir, for your anointing to go forth now to remove burdens and to destroy yokes of bondage. Lord Jesus, we lift you up. Be magnified. Be glorified. King Jesus, Lord and Savior of the world. And Lord, I just praise you and thank you right now for the victory over the works of darkness. In the name of Jesus, we pray and ask these things. Amen. So again, thank you for watching Majestic. I am Prophetess Lathesia Lewis of Majestic Ministries International. If you are in need of prayer or if you know someone else who is in need of prayer, please call the ministry at area code 989-MAJESTIC. That's 989-MAJESTIC. So I am teaching on spiritual warfare and I am teaching from my book, Heaven's Arsenal, Hell's Destruction, a book on spiritual warfare. I absolutely love teaching on spiritual warfare because it lets us know who we are in Christ Jesus, that we have the victory over the works of darkness in Jesus name. And so as we left off last time, I want you to get your Bible so you can follow along with me in the word of God. This is the Holy Bible the written word of God. And so our foundational scripture that I will be going to every week is second Corinthians chapter 10, second Corinthians chapter 10. I'm reading from the King James version and starting with verse three, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh for the weapons plural of our warfare are not carnal or fleshly, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And as I continue to teach on spiritual warfare, I will go through these scriptures more and more every week. However, I want you to know that the Lord has given to me military parallels between who we are as Christians and the Department of Defense here in the United States. First and foremost, we are soldiers in the army of the Lord. Now, you might have heard the song. You might have heard people singing the song and I wish I could sing to you right now, but I cannot. 
I could only offer a joyful noise unto the Lord. So I dare not sing. However, I know many of you are familiar with we are soldiers in the army of the Lord. We are soldiers in the army. Hallelujah. And we put our war clothes on in the army of the Lord. And so that is the truth based on the word of God that I'm going to show you in scripture. And then there's another melody that you might have heard people singing in church, which is we are soldiers in the army. We have to fight. We really have to fight. We're going to hold up the blood stained banner. We're going to hold it up until the day we die. Those songs are scriptural and it is real. We are soldiers in the army of the Lord. And let me show you in scripture where that is. So I want you to turn with me in your Bible to second Timothy, second Timothy chapter two. And first I'm going to read verses three and four in the King James version. And then I'm going to read it to you in the amplified and the new King James version. So second Timothy chapter two, verse three reads thou or you therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Thou or you, therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Verse four, no man that warreth or wars, no man that wars entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. That's in the Bible, in the word of God. We have been chosen by the Lord to be soldiers in his kingdom. Glory to God. That is so exciting. So when you accept Jesus as your Lord and personal savior, when you are born again, it is an automatic draft as a soldier in the kingdom of God, in the army of the Lord. Hallelujah. So this is how it reads in second Timothy chapter two, verses three through four in the amplified version. And it reads, take with me your share of hardship, passing through the difficulties, which you are called to endure like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier in active service gets entangled in the ordinary business affairs of civilian life. He avoids them so that he may please the one who enlisted him to serve. Wow. That's that's what the word of God says in the Amplified. The New King James Version reads, you therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. The Lord has enlisted us as soldiers in his kingdom. 
And this hardship does not mean woe is me. We're walking around defeated and, you know, uh, problems and issues. No, that's just uh, identifying the fact that none of us are exempt from attacks from the adversary. But when the attacks come, we have to know how to respond. Glory be to God. And so there are also times in which you don't wait for the adversary to attack. You better start attacking his kingdom first. Thank you, Jesus. And so what I mean by that as a parallel with the Department of Defense and who we are as Christians, you better get yourself some spiritual intel, spiritual intelligence. What do I mean by that? This is the reason why praying in tongues, and I'm going to go over our nine spiritual weapons again, why praying in tongues is so important, because when you pray in your heavenly prayer language, you cease from speaking the language of people, mankind, of humans, and you begin to speak the language of heaven. Glory be to God. That is so powerful. You speak the language of heaven. When you pray in tongues, hallelujah, that's how you get your spiritual intel for the Lord to reveal to you what is going on as the Holy Spirit leads you and guides you in all truth. So as Christians, we do not walk in this life paranoid. We don't go around looking over our shoulders We don't go through life being despondent or wondering when is the next attack. But I'm telling you, child of God, we have spiritual weapons against the devil and the works of darkness. Hallelujah. And it is time for us to use our weapons and for us to employ our angels to move on our behalf. How do we employ our angels? Our angels are ready at all times. They're ready to receive the preparatory command, if you will, military term. What is the preparatory command? The word of God. So my native language is English. So if someone was to come into this room right now, and if they began to speak Italian to me, I would not be able to communicate with that person because I do not understand Italian. Yes, it is a language I can learn, but it is not my native language. It is a foreign language. Okay. So it is for the word of God. When we employ our angels to move on our behalf, we must speak the word of God. They only respond to the word of God. So if you begin to speak words of doubt, disbelief, unbelief, your angels cannot move on your behalf because that is a foreign language. They only know the language of heaven, which is the word of God. And that's the reason why I tell people all the time when you read your Bible, Read your Bible out loud because the word of God is the sword of the spirit. Hallelujah. And we will see that in scripture. And so that's the reason why you must declare and decree. That's the reason why you must have your daily confessions of faith. Remember, without 
faith, it is impossible to please God. And so that's the reason why scripture tells us be not weary in well doing for you shall reap if you faint not. That's why I'm so excited that the Lord has given to me as well as many others. But I'm excited that the Lord has given to me this specific assignment of teaching spiritual warfare so I can encourage you, child of God, so I can encourage you, saints of God, sons and daughters of the most high God. Thank you, Jesus, to be not weary and well doing because we have spiritual weapons. We have the greater one who dwells on the inside of us. Glory to God. So even as I had mentioned about the military parallels, I'm also going to teach on friendly fire. That is also a military term. Friendly fire. How you're on the same team and instead of pointing your weapons towards the enemy, someone on the same team points the weapons towards you. So we're going to talk about the spiritual friendly fire aspect. Remember, everyone saying Lord, Lord is not known by the Lord. So that's I'm going to teach on that as well. So in fact, the Lord says that there will be many on that day who will say, Lord, Lord, did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not prophesy in your name? This is so amazing. The Lord God Almighty is going to say, depart from me. You who work iniquity, for I never knew you. Lord, have mercy. So there are the sheep and the goats and the goats are going to be separated and they will eventually be cast into the lake of fire. That's why even as I said on the last broadcast, pray against a spirit of deception because the devil is coming with deception. You know, a tree by its fruit, be a fruit inspector. I'm not saying go around analyzing everyone and, and trying to figure out people. That's why you pray in tongues. In fact, the Lord told the disciples, do not leave Jerusalem until you are endued with power. Hallelujah. And so the church today in the United States, is she endued with power? And so that's I will talk about that in a future broadcast. But for right now, I want you to understand that we are soldiers and we've been chosen by the Lord. So get on your post, soldiers of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So now turn with me back to Ephesians chapter six, because that's where I left off last week. Are you getting anything out of this? Amen. And if this ministry is a blessing to you, please email your testimonies to testimonies at majesticmi.org. Again, that's testimonies at majesticmi.org. We have the victory. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loves us. Hallelujah. No weapon that is formed against us shall ever prosper. And every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we will condemn. If God before us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. So you have to know who you are in Christ Jesus and know the power 
of the Lord God. Jesus is the same yesterday. He is the same today. He is the same forever. Glory to God. He is the Lord, our God, and he changes not. But we as his people here in the earth realm, we have to give the Lord access. And what do I mean by we have to give him access through our prayers? Our prayers allows the Lord's power to manifest in the earth. Prayer is powerful. I'm telling you. Okay. So back to Ephesians chapter six, starting with verse 10 again. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Repeat after me. I am strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. And in the power of his might. So repeat after me again. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, I want you to, if you have your Bible, I want you to underline the word stand every time it's read because I'm going to share something with you regarding that, okay? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Stop being in your flesh and stop having issues in your soul by being mad at people or having an attitude towards people. Walk in the spirit and you would not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So make sure your attitude and your behaviors are lined up with the word of God by your soul being healed. No dysfunction in the name of Jesus. Verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. OK, so we wrestle not against people, not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Principalities are those demons over nations, demons over government. That's the reason why. We need to pray that the Lord raises up born again, spirit filled men and women of God who are sold out for the kingdom of God and all forms of government, whether it's law enforcement, the mayors, whether it's local government, city government, state government, federal government, judges, lawyers, uh, bailiffs, all of that. We need to pray for Christians to saturate. We need to be everywhere. So here's, here's the concern that I have about Christianity in the United States of America. The Christianity in the United States to me is looking more like celebrity rather than Christianity. Okay. I'm going to say that again. In the United States, it looks like the church is looking more like celebrity rather than Christianity are the saints being equipped to stand against the wiles of the devil. Or are they going to church hearing another bless me message? Now, let me preface what I'm saying about another bless me message. 
We need to know about the promises of God, the blessings of God. But we also need to be taught how to live for God. Hallelujah. OK, because we know the Satan, who is the God of this world, he is the God of this world system. No, he does not want you to prosper. No, he does not want you to be successful. No, he does not want you to live a happy, victorious life, but he is defeated. So it doesn't matter what he wants. It's the Lord's will, according to his word, for you to prosper. In fact, third John two. Beloved, I wish or I pray above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And so there's a lot of Christians who do not have soul prosperity, the soul, the mind, the will and the emotions. And like I said, I'm concerned about the church in the United States. I want the church in the United States to return back to her first love, to return back to Jesus. In fact, this is what the Lord told me about his word. I said, Lord, I'm concerned that there are so many churches who do not have Bibles and the house of God. And the Lord says, yes, my daughter, I know. He says, I will let my pastors know that my word is not just for their congregation, but my word is for kingdom representation. Hallelujah. The Bible is kingdom representation because yes, Jesus said, all men would know that you are my disciples indeed because of the love that you have one for another, one to another. So are we showing forth the love of Jesus as Christians? There is a spirit of division sent straight from the pits of hell where the devil is trying to cause a wedge of confusion and division amongst Christians because of politics. The devil is a liar. But remember, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. So your electronics is not your Bible. If people are watching you on television, remember it's kingdom. It's bigger than just the name of the local church. You're representing the kingdom of God. If people are watching you on church and they don't see the kingdom representation, how do they know you're talking about the Lord? Yes, you can be uh, reading scripture from your phone, but, you know, deception is coming in the last days. In fact, I'm going to share the story with you. My dad used to work for one of the major airlines, and I remember he would come home and bring magazines home from work and just different things. And I was a little girl. I was a child. And I will never forget this. It, it, it affected me. My dad brought home a magazine. I don't recall if it was Life or which magazine it was. But on the cover of the magazine, there were dead bodies that covered the entire cover of that magazine. And I remember looking at that and I just felt so heartbroken. And the story of the magazine was about Jim Jones. 
you see everybody showing so-called miracle signs and wonders. You better pray and make sure they're representing the Lord Jesus Christ. And so there are people coming to the United States of America. We are quick to say that this nation was founded on Christian principles, one nation under God, even on our currency in God we trust. Well, how do people know you're a Christian if you don't even have a Bible in your church? This is what the Lord told me. He said, my daughter, everywhere I send you to teach or to preach my word, I want you to tell my people, do not allow your relevance to cause you to lose reverence. I'm going to say that again. Do not allow your relevance to cause you to lose reverence. Because again, there are people, there are Christians and other nations who cannot own a Bible. They will be killed. They will be martyrs. In fact, this lady was telling me even recently that she knows of this family in another country near Ukraine where the family has to uh, bury their Bible. And when the coast is clear, they pull it out and they read it. So you have people in other nations who do not have the liberty to open up the most powerful book in the universe. But here we are in the United States of America. We just want to use electronics. Don't you know that Satan is the prince of the power of the air? God forbid. What would happen if there was an attack on a power grid and you cannot access the electronics? Then what are you going to do? Let this book be a representation that you are a Christian come out of hiding Christians in the United States of America in the name of Jesus. And so again, this is bigger pastors than just your congregation. This is about kingdom representation. I remember growing up in church as a little girl, I was born again at age four. And I remember we would leave church and we'd be driving down the street and we would see people on the bus stop with their Bibles in hand, reading them, going, uh, working on different jobs. Christians would have their Bibles in the break room. Where are the Bible saints? Where is the word of God? We need to show people where it is written. And once again, time goes by so fast. But I really appreciate you watching Majestic. I am Prophetess Lethesia Lewis of Majestic Ministries International. I hope this broadcast has been a blessing to you. If you would like prayer or if you know of someone who is in need of prayer, please call the ministry and one of our prayer partners will pray for you and pray with you. Area code 989-MAJESTIC. Again, that's 989-MAJESTIC. I love you, but remember... Everyone will bow down to Jesus and give an account one day. Do not allow your relevance to cause you to lose reverence for the kingdom of God and the things of God. I love you and be blessed. And don't forget, you can order a copy of my book.